Cheers! First Leaf is a better way to discover wine you'll love at a fraction of the price. With up to 60% off award-winning wine that ships right to your door, you'll save time, money, and stress. Get six bottles of wine for $29.95, plus free shipping, by going to tryfirstleaf.com slash AMR. Thanks to Sunday for supporting another mother runner. Sunday makes taking care of your lawn easier than ever. Let Sunday take the guesswork out of growing a greener, more beautiful lawn this spring. Visit GetSunday.com slash AMR to get $20 off your custom lawn plan at checkout. Welcome to AMR Answers. This is Sarah Bowen Shea. And this is Dimity McDowell hanging out on a Friday afternoon in May with my mother, my mother from a sister, another sister runner, my sister from another mother runner, something like that. It's a word soup. Let's just serve it's it It's a Friday afternoon in May. Uh, my neighbor just called it mayhem. And I was like, oh, thank you for giving it a name that I feel like, I mean, I have a senior graduating, which you did last year during the pandemic. So that was a little bit different, obviously, but that on top of, you know, so much stuff, so much fun in the Sundays. I mean, I feel like it doesn't matter if you've got a third grader or a senior in high school, like there's always fun in the Sundays. There's always <laughs> cookies to be brought and bring to school. There's always this and that and teacher, pre- teacher appreciation week is, is big. That's on the calendar. Even I noticed that. Did you notice that oh. by any chance? Oh, like it's a nationwide thing. It's not just I- something that schools decide on their own. No, I think it's all, I think it was um, last, well, I know it was last week and, um, or two weeks ago, I think. And, uh, but it, yeah, I noticed it on our pipe, on our paper calendar, you know, that we hang up on, like, you know, that's like a, a real one, you know, wow. not just what? like a Google, you know, digital thing. <laughs> yes. Yes. Oh my gosh. So, so you changed your workout a little for your daughters. I did. I did. I took it off. I mean, it's the first official day that I've said like, Hey coaches, I need a day off. Um, <laughs> minus like travel days, but, um, yes, next Friday. So I decided that I am not going to, um, get up and swim or ride my bike or do strength or anything. Um, I'm just going to, give all the energy to being present in the day, um, you know, of Amelia graduating. So, yeah. Uh-huh. And it, does she get to graduate in person? She does. She does. We have a, um, the, the, the district that they go to has three high schools and they share mm-hmm. one football auditor- football stadium, not mm-hmm. an auditorium, a football stadium. <laughs> um, and so it's outside. And so, um, yeah, each of them gets a day. So she's Friday morning. Um, oh. So, yeah. All right. Oh, okay. It, oh, it's Friday morning. I see why you want, I was like, wow, you're really kind of channeling your chief or something that's at 6 PM or something. So oh yeah, no, no. It's in like, she needs to be there at a certain time. And then, you know, the grandparents are coming and we were probably getting six tickets, but we may only be getting three tickets. Like, you know, there's mm-hmm. as, as with everything else with COVID, it's just, uh, it's, you just have to kind of go with the flow and when it arrives, we'll know what exactly what's going to happen. Uh-huh. <laughs> like, like the episode of the Brady Bunch when she couldn't figure out which Cindy couldn't figure out which parent to bring to something. <laughs> oh, I don't, I don't remember that one, but I'm sure it was a problem. Yeah. yeah. A lot of, they had a lot of kids in that house. A lot of parents. <laughs> yes. Yes. Oh my gosh. But you typically get a rest day in your. I do. I do. Aqu- but, um, Aquathon but it's, it's mm-hmm. been, it's been Mondays. Um, Aquabike. 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 On is running. So mm-hmm, just to be mm-hmm. clear, anytime you have that T-H-O-N, that denate, uh, denotes uh, a running segment. So. That's interesting. I wonder if there's a, you know, Latin 
um, reason behind that. There must be. I mean, with marathon, I would think mm-hmm. so. You know, mm-hmm. but duathlon, that's like, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. running a, a bike. Mm-hmm. Aquathon is a, is a swim and a, I mean, yeah, a swim and a run. Yeah, oh, so that. aqua bike, yeah, AB. Oh, uh-huh. Look at that. Oh. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> the entomology of sports. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah. So I typically do get a rest day. Um, uh, I usually, I like Mondays off um, personally. Mm. Cause I like just to have, I like to have two weekend workouts, um, uh, and then have like a Monday where it's like, okay, let's get through the day and then just have a clear day. I usually walk the dogs Monday morning. That's my mm-hmm. workout for the day. Yeah. Um, that's funny. Yeah. Cause I, I take Fridays as my rest day because I like kind of pushing, leaning into the week and then being like, yes, the end of the week. And, um, yeah. And I take Augie for a walk. So I specifically wanted to see a wisteria tree that I had never noticed before, not a wisteria bush, but a wisteria tree. And so I was like, okay, Augie, we're setting out to go get a closer look at that wisteria tree. Okay. But okay. Then this is kind of a little bit of a sassy question, but how did you know it existed if you've never noticed it before? Yeah. Well, so I had <laughs> last night I was driving my son, John home. He, um, from, he had an appointment to meet a new family that he's going to babysit for. And so as we were driving home, I saw it um, from the car, but I'd never seen it on foot before. Never noticed Uh it on foot before. Yes. Yes. So, um, and and John just watched some TV show, some series that get this, it involved demons. And the only way to kill the demons was with wisteria. I'm like, in what world? (laughs) Do you use a hanging fragrant flower to kill them? And so then John was like, and I don't know why they didn't just plant like wisteria all around their houses to keep the demons out, but they didn't. Like, okay, I think that plot wasn't quite fully thought out. (laughs) No, we need a little, little, a little, maybe a little edit on that plot. Yes, garlic maybe. Garlic keeps the demons out. So it was so funny when we were driving back. I was like. John and I both were like, oh my gosh, that tree is so beautiful. That tree is so beautiful. And he's like, I think it's a wisteria tree. And he immediately picks up his phone and starts Googling, is there such a thing? And I had forgotten about his TV show. And he's like, Mike, how do you know? Like, how'd you know that? Right? He's like, my show. And I'm like, you need to take a picture and put it up on the fan page somewhere. There you go. How do, I'm like, how does he know that? Oh, he's your son. <laughs> he knows that it's a little genetics and a little bit of family conversation i imagine now and then yes he did have to ask how to spell wisteria though all right yeah yeah what what are your uh workout plans for the weekend if you took today if you got to that wisteria tree today um so uh, on saturday i typically that's my quote-unquote long run day since i'm not training for anything i just go however long i want but i take the um, my 15 year old twins to musical theater camp. Um, they, I drop them off at 10 AM. So I have to be like back and ready. And usually I can just go in my workout clothes. So it doesn't really matter. But tomorrow Molly and I have an appointment, a reservation at the Portland art museum at 10 AM. So gonna, so I got to get cleaned up in time to take them, pick up Molly and then go drop the twins off, then go, um, to our visit, which is kind of um, a work thing, Dimity, because, you know, she and I are going to lead a group at the Portland retreat to the Portland Art Museum. So, Perfect. you know, we are, you know, scoping it out for, you know, paintings we should recommend and sculpture and all that sort of thing. So then we're supposed to limit our visit to only an hour based on um, museum um, rules unwritten uh, unofficial rules but there's an Ansel Adams exhibit there so I'm super excited to see that 
And then, um, and then we'll pick the kids back up at noon. So. Oh, perfect. perfect. Um, we'll bring your notebooks, take good yeah. notes. And, yes. yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then uh, she and I are swimming together on Sunday. At the pond or at the pool? At the pool. We are still, we haven't yet gone outside. Um, although gosh, we've been having some warm weather. So maybe, maybe it'll be time to do it soon. That would be, it would set a record for earliest in the water so far. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, let's uh, hop on over to those questions. And this is from Jenny who wonders about warmups and she seems to have stopped to call in this question, Dim, which I know you always love. Hey guys, it is Jenny from Allen, Texas, and I am in the one mile warm up of a tempo workout in one of your half marathon training plans. And I'm just thinking, should I be doing strides in this? What should my warm up look like? in the one mile warm up before I head into some tempo work. Um, I always like worry about this, um, wonder about it. And so I'm hopeful that you can answer this question. Take care guys, many happy miles. Well, hello, Jenny. Speaking of the Portland retreat, we're looking forward to seeing you at it. Um, you, I know you and some of your buddies from Texas are convening here, so looking forward to that. Okay, all right, back to your great question. I agree it can seem jarring to jump into a really challenging, you know, kind of turn on the turbo jets to do tempo or, you know, other speedier work after quote unquote, just a mile or two warm up. I find the older I get, the more time I need to warm up. So I'll share what I do. Um, uh, but first coach Dimity, why don't you offer some guidance? <laughs> well, I think, it, I think, uh, the amount of warm up you need directly correlates with age. Um, mm. so, I mean, I feel like, you know, if you were 25, a mile would feel really long. You're like, can't we just get this workout done? <laughs> um, so I think, uh, you know, what we did in, in most of train, like a mother plans is we try to, uh, be super efficient with your time, knowing mm. that, you know, we don't want to, um, you know, give you, I mean, there are some plans for sure that have longer than 60 minutes on the weekdays, some marathon training plans and that kind of thing, because you have to put in some mileage there, but um, we really want to, you know, make, you know, be able to give you workouts that are um, as compact and bite-sized and doable as possible. So (laughs) the good news is, is that you can add anything, like as long as you're going at an easy pace, you can easily add onto a warm-up add on to a cool down. There is no problem there. So if two miles feels better, if two and a half miles feels better, you can absolutely do that. I know Sarah, you're going to talk a little bit about dynamic warm up, So we can talk about that as well. That might also be mm-hmm. a good way to, um, you know, kind of get your body, your blood flowing, um, and then go into a mile. But if you feel like you need 1.3 miles, 1.7 miles, and your schedule allows for it, Absolutely. Um, just keep mm-hmm. it easy. And the same for the cool down as well. I know a lot of us skimp on our cool downs because we are like, okay, now I got to get to that meeting or now I got to get the kid to school or whatever. <clears throat> but, you know, at least taking 10 minutes, which, you know, can feel really long um, mm-hmm. and, and longer depending upon the intensity of the workout. Um, mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So I like you talking about being efficient because the suggestion I have that is super efficient um, is it's a lunge matrix and, and Dim, I know you're familiar with it because we were both taught by, um, a coach that we shared back in the day named Brianna. And so it's a lunge matrix. And so it is five styles. I don't know. Is that the right, is that the right term that I might use of varieties of varieties of lunges and that you do five repetitions for each leg, alternating legs. So a total of 10 of each variety. So they are a front lunge, a side lunge, 
Um, oh, maybe it's only four types. Uh, it's actually, it, it's five. So you do a front lunge. Uh, we do this a lot at our oh. live workouts at many happy uh-huh. miles. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, it's, it's a front lunge and then it's a front lunge with a twist. You're twisting Twi- your Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Thank you for reminding me. Yeah. And then a side lunge and then going back and at an angle. So when you put your right foot back, you're going to like five o'clock. When you put your left foot back, you're going to like as if a clock and you're hitting the seven on a clock and then reverse lunges. And I mean, it really takes no time. And the thing, not only does it get the blood flowing, but as you know, Dan, it really wakes up your glutes Mm -hmm. and so important because they're the big drivers for getting, for hitting that tempo pace or doing that hill repeat. And, um, you know, sometimes I even get a little fancy and I'll, I'll tap my upper glute as I'm doing it. Cause that tells it like, Hey, Hey, wake up, wake up. I need you now. <laughs> yep. Yep. There's that. What is it called? Uh, the, I was, I've been going to the physical therapist for some knee issues and they're like, there's a word that when you touch the muscle that you want to engage and yeah. I'm not going to remember it, but there, it's such a thing. Yeah. It yeah. Oh well, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It yeah. truly does. Yeah. And, and whether or not I tap my glute while I do it, I can definitely notice a very positive difference in my workout when I do the lunch matrix beforehand. Totally. Totally. And if that's not your thing, um, you know, you can do other dynamic warmups. Like we've, uh, we have, we'll, we'll link to the ones that, um, I've demonstrated in the train, like a mother club in the show notes. But I mean, you know, you can do pulling your knee up to your chest. You can do butt kicks. You can do, um, grapevine. You can do, um, like skips, like vertical skips. Mm-hmm. Um, you can do a bunch of different things. Just, it's really, the idea is, is that you want to get your body moving before it's actually moving, um, mm-hmm. and to wake it up and kind of give it the signal. And again, you know, if you've never tried it, it's worth a try, especially if you are not 25 and, you know, you can just kind of like, be like, okay, I made it to the stop side. Now I'm going to start my hard workout. Right. Yeah. <laughs> right. So, yeah, 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 yeah. 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 And one final suggestion, Jenny would be to do foam rolling, which, you know, uh, Dim, you and I are both huge proponents of, and that I've really thank you based on many happy miles when you had people rolling out their calves that I really, that recommitted me to foam rolling. So um, doing that before you head out for your run really, um, you know, wakes the body up, maximizes the potential you have in that workout. Totally. Totally. Yeah. 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 Raise your hand if you're like me and you bought a bottle of wine based solely on its pretty label or the clever name of the winery, then gotten home or to book group and been majorly disappointed by the taste. Thankfully, there's First Leaf, a better way to discover wine at a fraction of the price you'll find in a store. First Leaf is a fully customizable wine club that sends curated selections of wine that are perfect for you, and they have more award-winning wine than anyone else. With First Leaf, there's no guesswork, no misguided recommendations from a store employee who doesn't even know what you like, and no frustration or disappointment on your part. Unlike big box wine memberships, First Leaf uses a -a one-of-a-kind algorithm and your feedback to curate future wine recommendations. A quick quiz is how you get started on First Leaf. My husband Jack and I had fun answering the questions, the obvious ones like what types of wines from what regions we like, and also more clever ones like our taste in food and drink, such as thumbs up or down on brined olives and key lime pie. We're eagerly awaiting delivery of our three bottles of red and three of white. Save time, money, and stress with First Leaf, the wine club designed with you in mind. Join First Leaf today and you'll get six bottles of wine for $29.95 and free shipping. Just go to tryfirstleaf.com slash AMR. That's six bottles of wine for $29.95 with free shipping at tryfirstleaf.com slash AMR. I'll spell it for you. T-R-Y-F-I-R-S-T-L-E-A-F.com slash AMR. Coach Liz here, and like you, I'm a busy gal with the kids, work, 
household chores, running all the miles. And now that spring is here, we can all add lawn care to our list. So have I got a time-saving tip for you. Get Sunday. Sunday makes taking care of your lawn easier than ever. I just went to GetSunday.com, put in my home address, and their free lawn analysis tool took care of the rest, all in just seconds. Sunday actually uses soil and climate data to create a tailored nutrient plan, so you get all the stuff your lawn needs and nothing it doesn't. A few days later, Box arrives on your doorstep with an easy-to-use pouch that you simply spray on your lawn. How about that? Lawn care in less than 15 minutes. Now with all the time I'm saving, I've got more time with my family, sneaking in a few extra miles, and of course, admiring my lush, green, and beautiful lawn. Let Sunday take the guesswork out of growing a greener, more beautiful lawn this spring. Visit GetSunday.com slash AMR to get $20 off your custom lawn plan at checkout. That's $20 off your custom plan at GetSunday.com slash AMR. All right. This is Megan who has um, a two-part question about her thighs rubbing together. Yes. Hi, my name is Megan. I'm calling from Orange County, California. And my question is about those of us who don't have a thigh gap. Um, a lot of us are um, experienced shaping. I've been um, talking with other mother runners, shaping and our thighs rubbing together. And nothing I seem to do remedies the problem. I've tried every imaginable um, thing out there, body glide, Vaseline, tri-slide, or whatever that spray was. Um, and I'm a little bit uh, at my wit's end with the shaping, especially in the bra area and the thigh area. And I'm wondering if there's anything else I can do to prevent the shaping. And then as a second part, those of us with thighs that like to cheer us on while we're running, I think that my pants wear out faster on the in the thigh area, and I end up with a hole in the thigh pretty quickly. Is there any brand of pants that withstands the thigh rubbing better than another? Because I keep buying 50 to $90 pants, and within three months, they're toast. So I would love some feedback on that for those of us that have the, the thighs that rub together and the shape, and they just wear a hole in their uh, leggings for the thighs meet up. That would help so much. Thank you. Okay. Megan, I hear and feel your pain. Um, Dim, I mean, the moment, whenever I think inner thigh chafing, I am taken right back to our, you know, the the start of this whole big party with the Nike Women's Marathon. <laughs> and I wore, you know, had to wear a cute outfit. You know, you had people vote on yours. And so I was wearing a running skirt and the shorts rode up a little bit in it. So the chafing between my thighs, it was pretty much all I could focus on for the oh, second half of that worst. race. And just the, the chafing itself, the sweat getting into the raw skin, it's just, it's awful. It's awful. It's awful. It's awful. And it's awful for a couple of days. It's not just that moment. It's the shower after it's the next shower after it's putting on a pair of jeans, you yeah, know, like no, what, after, yeah. you know, like, you know, it's just, it, it is like, Yes, it is uh, an experience that if you don't have to to live through, it's good to try to avoid for sure. Um, It can happen to anybody. I mean, you know, I mean, I don't know about thigh gap versus not thigh gap, but there are certainly people who, um, you know, like they're just more prone to chafing. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, bra bra researcher, LaJean Lawson, who we 
talked to many times on this podcast and you know, well, Sarah, you know, she says that some people are just more prone to chafing while others aren't. So I know when she told me that I'm like, what, what you mean some (laughs) people don't get that. So I was really intrigued with that. So yeah, I mean, the times that I've been with LaJean and had women, um, you know, trying bras, whether it was because they were on like an Instagram live for us, or it was a, a million years ago, I did an article for self magazine. So she, you know, um, the women who would get together and be testing these bras, then suddenly all these suggestions would come out. So one of them at a bra testing thing with LaJean, it was this Bammer marathoner who had breast augmentation, her name's Megan, a, a different Megan. And um, that uh, she had this terrible, terrible scar at her bra line. And so she had said that she uses this stuff called Tegaderm and it's available in a sheet and you can buy like whole rolls of it at um, medical supply companies. And I'm sure you can buy it on Amazon because you can get everything there. And um, so, yeah, so that really helps. So, you know, you cut a piece of it and put that um, on the parts that are um, chafing. There's also Spanko second skin. Those can tend to be, sometimes they're only little, so it might not be enough or mole skin. I mean, some people will wear like a little, not a tank top, but kind of a very thin shirt underneath their bra so that there's fabric in between. Um, so there's a lot of, um, you know, things that can come between you and your chafing hot spots. Sure. And I've also heard of uh, KT tape also being a good, mm-hmm. um, you know, and maybe a layer or two of that. Cause it's pretty thin, mm-hmm. um, for bottoms. I mean, you know, that sucks. First of all, I'm sorry that you're getting mm-hmm. that. I mean, especially when you spend a lot of money for good leggings that should last a long time. So mm-hmm. you might want to take them back <laughs> or see what kind of return <laughs> policy they have. Like I know Athleta has a a pretty uh, generous return policy. And mm-hmm. I don't know. So it's some, maybe something to consider. In the mm-hmm. meantime, look for um, tights or longer shorts that don't have a seam on the inner thigh because that makes the garment more vulnerable, more vulnerable, blah, 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 <laughs> um, to, to splitting and being worn in that area. Um, yeah. So, you know, a seam has less integrity than a solid piece of fabric. So, um, yeah. so you know, that's how a lot of pants are cut, but or in, in, in shorts and leggings, but um but they don't necessarily have to be that way. Yeah, exactly. And it seems to me that there's becoming more and more um, uh, shorts and capris and stuff who are really thinking about seam placement because I know we heard from a trail runner who doesn't like to have seams on the outside of her thigh because those brush against um, like branches and things while she's running. So then I've noticed, I'm like, oh, these Corsa, you know, tights don't have an out, a seam on the outer leg. Um, so one suggestion, Megan, are, um, they do have an inner thigh seam, but um, it's Wazelle long pocket jogger shorts. And I got to try um, a pair from a pal of ours, Aubreen in Chicago, because I forgot to bring um, shorts to wear under a like sparkle skirt in a race. And gosh, you want to wear shorts under one of those. Um, so- <laughs> <laughs> so she, she was, I mean, how generous to loan someone a pair of fitted shorts, a true yeah, friend. Yeah, yeah um, exactly. Hopefully they were clean. Yeah. So yeah, <laughs> I returned. Well, I get, no, I mean, we were at the retreat. So, you know, I just, I think I put them in a, a Ziploc bag or something and gave them back to her so she could take them home. But, but anyway, so these long pocket jogger shorts by Wazelle, they're made from, I've since bought two pairs. They are made from a seriously dense fabric. And so, I don't know, it seems like to me that fabric could really withstand a lot 
of running. And like I said, I have two pairs because they have really big pockets on the outside. And when I thought I was training last year for Missoula, which um, is the last weekend, June, I'm like, okay, I got to leave. You know, I've been running in capris year round because of preventing chafing. And I'm like, come on, Sarah, you got to find some shorts that work. <laughs> come on, let's find, let's bear those legs a little bit more, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Well, and it looks like uh, you're going to look for, you're going to solicit product recommendations on our Facebook page um, mm-hmm. for TMI Tuesday on May 18th. So yep. that's basically yep. the day that you're listening to this, or that's the day that this is released, I should say. Yes. Um, yeah. So yes, I already, that post is already scheduled. So, uh, okay. so hopefully um, some other women who suffer from, um, you know, this problem will have some suggestions for you, Megan. I will say, and this is, you know, so I'm looking for the silver lining, just like there's lots of COVID <laughs> silver linings. I do not chafe anymore <laughs> because um, I don't, riding my bike and I don't swimming. Right. Oh, so, you don't, you don't, sometimes I get, if I um, swim for a really long time, I'll get chafing along um, the strap to, on the side where I turn my head. Mm-hmm. Um, I, yeah. I, you can I put some really big neck. I do. I put um, uh, my, the same Spenko um, lube stuff that I put on for running. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's what, um, yeah. I, well, I've not experienced that yet, but now I probably will. So thanks for <laughs> even bringing up the fact that it exists, <laughs> that it's a possibility. Um, but yes, no, no, I haven't had that sensation in a long time. So I guess yeah. I'm grateful for that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, or look at, I mean, you watch that, that documentary, Kim swims talk about chafing. Oh, I mean, well that's, we salt water is definitely yeah. a different yeah. animal. Yes. yes. Yes, exactly. Yeah. 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 So, all right. This last question is from Catherine, who's looking for advice on going to the bathroom on a run. And I mean, she's speaking my love language here. Uh. Hi, this is Catherine calling from Sacramento. I'm a new runner and I'm having trouble finding bathrooms on my run because of COVID and I'm having problems discreetly doing number one and one time I was caught really needing to do number two. I see male runners out there very discreetly standing because of their anatomy but being female I find that if we have to squat it's just very obvious what we're doing. And I was wondering if you can give me some tips on how to discreetly do number one. And if we're really desperate, what to do with number two. Thank you. Love your show. Oh yeah. This is my wheelhouse, Catherine. Um, you know, surreptitiously going to the bathroom on a run. And so Dim, I have talked ad nauseum about this, you know, about peeing outdoors. I'm one might say infamous for it, but you know, you stay pretty mum on the topic. So I I want you to share first, Dimity. Well, you know, I don't think I have the, I don't know. And maybe it'll change as I get older, but I just don't have, I mean, I've definitely peed on a run, right? I've definitely like, you know, um, you know, the Highline Canal, which is where I used to run a lot. It has a little... Um, it has a canal next to it, but it's often dry. So you can go down the little hill and, you know, hope no one comes uh, dawdling by as you're uh, emptying your bladder. Uh-huh. Um, and definitely on trail runs, hikes, all that kind of stuff. But um, I got to say, I just haven't had, I mean, knock on wood, truly, uh-huh. haven't had that issue. I mean, the, ol- the only issues that I've had, I mean, you, you say, okay, what do I do on a bike ride? That's what you put in the notes. And I'm like, I have never had to pee. I mean, <gasps> I've been with Grant where he just, you know, 
pulls off to the side of the road and goes. Um, and I guess that's probably what I would do if I had to. And I, I imagine as I gets longer, um, as my rides get longer, that might happen. I have been peed on. I was peed on in the Iron Man. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. I remember that. <laughs> <laughs> yes. A woman passed me and then immediately like just let it rip um, on, or on her bike. And I was like, is it raining or, oh no, she's just peeing on me. And not, and, and literally like right after she passed me, I won't go on a rant about that. Like I did on the last AMR answers, but um, yeah. Oh so, so yeah. So I guess, I mean, I, my biggest thing is just, you know, be as discreet as you can find a spot that, you know, and, and maybe if you know that it's going to happen, plan a route that, you know, where you have a bush, you know, that's fairly, mm-hmm. um, you know, sheltered that you can kind of, just slip behind and then just whistle as you come on out. Like, Oh, what, what am I doing? Nothing. <laughs> I can't believe that. Gosh. Cause when I go on a, a bike ride, that's, you know, two hours or longer than two hours, I always have to pee on it. What do you do then? Oh, then I just, well, I you know, I mean, I just hop off and, and go behind something, but, but, you know, on a, on a run, I have, you know, since I run in urban settings, a lot of the time, you know, you can sit down and then look like you're tying your shoe or something and you just pee through your clothes. Um, because I get, and I know that a bunch of people are going, Oh, that's so gross. Well, one, you know, I've talked about this before, but it bears repeating that, that, you know, if you're well hydrated, there's not much, um, it's not really it's, that it's different than water. Yeah. yeah. I was going to say it's, it's basically water. Yeah. 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 And, 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 and I get so dang sweaty that a little more moisture on my clothes really isn't, isn't, I'm not going to notice it. So, you know, you can sit on a curb on a planter. I remember one time on a 20 mile run with my friend, Will, um, Molly came up riding her bike and we were at this overlook. And so there was this metal barricade on this sharp curb. And so I just sat there and kind of, um, put my bum on the back side of the like sat so that my bum was hanging off the other side of the barricade and just peed there. Um, so one thing, let me interrupt you yes. before you give more ideas is that will lead to chafe. If you, uh, if you, if you don't have, um, I would say rinse off the, your inner thighs after doing that with like uh, clear water, right? Not Gatorade or something sticky, but I will say that the, the um, I definitely can remember uh, times when I you have like I've urine on my inner thighs and that tends to bring on the chafe. Yeah, and but also see, but if you do it in a seated position, then you kind of um, it's kind of bypassing the thighs and just go, you know seeking gravity and going straight down toward the ground. So um, and just then your shoes all gross, but yeah. <laughs> but but see, if you're in a seated position, then your feet are in front of you and your butts. That's why I kind of stick my butt back a little. Yeah, it, yeah, it was like looks a, a tad bit awkward. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Yep, 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 yep. So all right, but if peeing through your clothes isn't your jam, then you know practice dropping trout and peeing quickly because you know there's definitely it's no time to have a shy bladder. That if, <laughs> that if practice you know. in your backyard, <laughs> yeah, right, right. Oh my gosh, aren't there times when you let your dog out to go to the bathroom, and I'll sometimes be working so hard that I haven't gotten up to pee, and then I'm, that, but then Augie needs to go to the bathroom, and I'm like, oh gosh, can't I just go out in the backyard while he's going? Like, <laughs> <laughs> so, um, and then she did ask specifically. Catherine did ask specifically about um, taking a poop, and so you know, you definitely, even I take. I haven't had to do this very often, but definitely take cover, you know, a bush, a building, um, you know, I don't know. So, and unless, and unless it's a really dire emergency, 
I really feel pooping on an organic surface. So dirt instead of pavement and covering it with leaves or a branch. If you don't, if you can't pack it out, um, you know, I, I live in a city that has, um, unfortunately a lot of people experiencing, um, you know, homelessness. And so just, there's really few things nastier than, than seeing a poop on, on, you know, on a road or a sidewalk. Agreed. Agreed. And so, yeah, packing it out, I will say that that has happened to me once and I had a dog bag. Oh, right on. <laughs> so, um, so yeah, so that's, I mean, you know, if you know that that's going to happen, Catherine, then maybe, you know, stuff a, a plastic target bag in your, um, in your shorts or something. Um, yeah. but yeah, I mean, hopefully ideally you can get through a run without, um, having to poop. Cause that's just, that's uncomfortable in so many ways. It's not just mm-hmm. uncomfortable, like for modesty reasons, but obviously, you know, you're like trying to hold it in and you're jostling mm-hmm. up and down. And it's just like, it just really sucks the pleasure out of any aspect <laughs> of running. Um, so, you know, definitely, you know, there's some things you can do, obviously a hot beverage, like coffee or hot tea before you go out and kind of giving, you know, um, without, uh, Grant, I'll just say it, Grant, Grant definitely has like a certain timeline. Like he cannot, he will not run. He, he makes his coffee and then gives himself like 30 minutes or something like that. He definitely mm-hmm. has a whole system down. I'm like, why don't you just go run? He's like, I am waiting to use the bathroom. Okay. Impatient woman. <laughs> See, um, Tim, that's the thing. You know, when, when we would share a hotel room and you would, you know, like lay your stuff out and you were like the alarm would go off and boom, you are out the door. And I'm like, Whoa, aren't you gonna wait around to go to poop or something? Yeah, yeah. See, I think I just have a different. Uh, I mean, you know, who knows? Maybe I'm just, con- you know, perpetually constipated. I don't know it. <laughs> I mean, going back to a story, like you couldn't believe that I didn't poop before Iron Man. Like, uh, on the Iron Man podcast, I, I asked you, yes, yes, yes. And I was like, I could have worried about it, but I didn't. And I mean, and then I went in, and then I went in later in the run. Uh, I just was just like, oh my God, I've been in motion all day long. I just want to sit down for a moment, like at mile, I don't know what it was, like 14. I just went and sat in the porta potty for a second. I think I probably peed, but um, yeah, I was like, no poop. Um, so yeah, so sometimes um, going back to what can help you poop, um, you know, uh, let's see. Um, what, yeah, what no, what, say, what actually, I was going to say that um, what could, you know, if the problem is kind of suddenly having to poop on a run, you know, I, I we've heard from women who artificial sweeteners and drinks sometimes make that oh, happen yeah. for them, sure. you know, and so you really need to find a beverage that's going to be friendly on your gut. And, you know, I will say, you know, our beloved noon, when they, they used to use different sweeteners and that those were tough on some people's stomachs and they've switched their, their formula a few years ago. And, you know, the problem greatly diminished. So I think, you know, if you, if you had problems with noon before, give it another try, um, you know, and so just um, really. And and fiber. I mean, that's another one. Um, Yeah. I have had an issue with Brussels sprouts and, uh, (laughs) and a bike ride, but I was fortunately in my basement. So that was a bathroom on the same floor. Um, But that was, that was, that was actually really new for me too. Um, I had a, well, I had Brussels sprouts for lunch and then I rode afterwards, which probably wasn't the best idea overall. Um, But, uh, but just FYI on that one. So like, take a look if you had something on Friday night and you're running long Saturday morning, you know, um, those cruciferous vegetables will get you every time. So, yeah. Yes. Yes. So, um, so, and, you know, we really hope that as, as we're moving into summer and the pandemic uh, restrictions ease, you know, and, you know, especially now that we have the, you know, that the, we know the vaccine isn't spread by touching surfaces that we're hoping more public restrooms will open up in parks because, 
you know, that's the other, other things might be spread by public restrooms and parks, but you know, uh, touching the doorknob, uh, is not going to give you COVID. So, um, yeah, so I'm, I'm really hoping that more things, uh, more public restrooms and yes. being able to use restrooms at, at convenience stores, gas stations, libraries, all that sort of thing. I'm hoping that that becomes um, more of an option as, as things go on in the next couple of months. Yep. Fingers crossed for that one. Yeah. All right. Um, great questions today. Thank you for calling on the run and with some really good questions. So um, yeah. keep them coming. Uh, you can leave us a message at 470-223-2771, which also translates to 470-BADASS1. Mm -hmm. um, leave your first name and where you're calling from and keep your message to about 75 seconds or less please. And thank you. Mm -hmm. Yep. Yep. And please tell your running buddies about this show as well as our regular Friday, another mother runner podcast. We're really trying to bolster our number of downloads of our podcast. So thank you again for that. Yeah. And, um, we like five-star ratings. We can't lie. We like big butts <laughs> and five-star ratings. We cannot lie. So, um, I know it always, I always feel like, uh, when I, when we say at the end of a podcast, I'm like, oh, it just feels so odd, but then a lot of podcasters say it and it doesn't feel odd and we I just know. have to keep it growing and going. So <laughs> I think the same thing I'll be listening to a podcast. I'm like, oh, they did that really well. I'm going to go leave them a positive rating. And <laughs> I think it's something innate in our in our being that makes us feel a little schlocky asking for it. Exactly, exactly. Please praise us, okay? That's not really all we need is just more praise. So anyway, keep the questions coming. We love hearing from you guys. We love answering them. We love chatting with you guys. And, um, and we love that you listen. So thanks a lot. Bye.